Okay, so it looks like I figured things out, at least being able to do this from my phone. Um, so I hope this goes a lot smoother than my first attempt. Uh, but again, um, here tonight, launching Spiritual Gangster Certified, which is my podcast. It has music, spirituality, astrology, um, a lot of all types of spiritual different things and some really great people that I've come to admire and respect a lot on my own journey that, um, you know, I've watched and I'm going to talk tonight with the Silver Astrologer. I'm adding her now. One second. Approve. Okay. Yes. I think I got it working. Okay. So tonight, launching the podcast, I'm going to have a lot of great people who I've come to admire, who have taught me a lot um, about astrology, spirituality, a bunch of different subjects. You guys may see me post um, about a lot of people who may not be into the thing. Yeah. Hey. Hi, Kelly. Hey. So, um, yay, I finally got this working. <laughs> so, yeah. her, the Silver Astrologer, her memes give me absolute love them um she's really helped add a touch of humor to everything um spiritual that i see posted on on that page you guys make sure that you follow and we're going to be talking tonight about the new moon in taurus um a lot of the things that we'll discuss we'll try to kind of you know keep it simple for new people who don't necessarily know a lot about that how are you this evening carrie Great, thanks. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm loving this new energy because along with the new moon um, in Taurus, we have Uranus moving over into Taurus after an eight-year stay in the sign of Aries. So, exciting energy. Yeah. (laughs) How's it making you feel? I am so excited. Just fresh. Yeah. It feels fresh. It definitely... (laughs) It definitely feels fresh, like super fresh, which is good. Um, I think for a lot of us, we've been looking um, for that change and collectively it's going to impact everybody, but I know I'm I'm a proponent for getting people to understand their natal chart because it's more than if you're, you know, a, a Leo and I'm a Pisces and I don't think a lot of people know about that. Right. Right. After I love it. <laughs> yeah. It'll square my son, but luckily that's going to be at the very end. There we go. And you'll be prepared for it because you study astrology. Yeah, that's right. Yes, that's where my north node is at, at 29 degrees in Leo, the only Leo that I have in my chart. So I see some uh, see some contact our charts are making. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> okay. Yep, yep, yep. So um, essentially. Um, I kind of feel I wanted to encourage people along with this new moon. Some people have their different rituals and different things that they do. If anybody at all is curious about what their birth chart looks like, if you just want to know more than, you know, what your sun sign is and such, you know, give a holler. I'm going to have a lot of different people on. Carrie's one of them who is really knowledgeable, helpful, and explains things in a way that makes sense. Because astrology behind me. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so honored to call you a spiritual gangster certified. You are part of the SCG. 
click. Hi, Antonio. Um, awesome. Because of the way that you present things in all of your ventures. And just, you can let people know, too. I want you to kind of touch your own horn here. Um, I know you make bracelets. They're gorgeous. Uh, how'd you get into that, Dee? I get this one. My friend taught me how. I started learning like about crystals and stuff, and then about a year ago, my friend taught me how to do jewelry, like with clasps and stuff. Okay, okay, okay. I see, okay. I see. And yeah, what's your favorite? What I, I guess, what's your favorite crystal to work with? My most um, probably lapidolite for the okay. anti-anxiety. Yes, definitely yeah. a very helpful stone. I, I think I have that in my little. I don't know. I have a little. I can't quite identify everything yet. I have a crystal Bible, um, but I've been carrying these around. And let me tell you, yeah. <laughs> there's. I know there's some rose quartz in here. Um, I know. I love selenite. That's. I, I don't know what it was. It was my first crystal that I purchased on my own, and I got a selenite wand necklace, and I was wearing it, and I just so much mental clarity and I used to be one of those people that would laugh at people that like crystals because I'm naturally skeptic so I would be like these people think that crystals are going to heal them like I gave them the full side eye and it's amazing how some stuff <laughs> yeah like <laughs> but it's amazing what study will do um, actually makes it make better sense what's that face me Maurice Atwell <laughs> uh, looking at the comments, you know, you know, I used to kind of make fun of that stuff until I started to really kind of understand it and feel a resonance with crystals and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to point that out. So now this is like my thing. It's so funny that it's something I right. embrace. I so, so you know, like I know that somewhere in this giant box of stuff I have, I just don't know where it is. It's purple. Sparkly. Purple and sparkly. Usually. I don't think it's in. And it's... But I'm sorry. Go ahead, honey. It's sparkly because it's the um, the sparkles are lithium quartz. Okay. The stuff that they make like antidepressant from. Wow. Anti-anxiety with medication. So it said that when you have the in contact with your skin, mm. you know, like rubbing it with other word and that's jewelry. Yeah, in fact, I got one in this cage necklace. It's a cage necklace. I have an amethyst and a lapidolite in it. Okay. This is why I come to you. I have questions and you can answer them. <laughs> yeah. It definitely yes. makes things make um, some sense. So, a lot of people may not understand, and I know that you do, um, about moon cycles and why they're important. And where we kind of yeah. um, collectively, everybody's affected by it, whether they think. Thank you. Yeah, I don't age. I just got a compliment. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why he was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because I was like, what does that mean? But um, seriously, um, when I first started learning about astrology, I don't think that I even had the understanding of moon cycles in the way that I get them now. I just knew what my moon sign was, and I knew that the moon in Capricorn and the moon doesn't like being in Capricorn. That, that was kind of like a... <laughs> it's not, though. 
your business. That's true. Mind on the money, money on the money. <laughs> I, I can kind of shut off emotions in a way, it's like like a switch. It's crazy. To be a Pisces yeah. and to be able to do that, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. It's an interesting combo. Um, you know, and everything. My friend is Cancer with Capricorn Moon. You said what? My best friend is Cancer. My best friend is Cancer with Capricorn Moon. Oh! So Opposites yeah. going on there. The moon loves being in Cancer because yeah. it's it's home there. But when it gets, you got some opposite energy going on. I find people like that interesting. I love yeah. to see, you know, kind of how they operate. And I notice um, when moon cycles change for me, I always know whether I looked at it or not. I'm like, is it a Pisces moon right now? Right, <laughs> but um, this moon in Taurus, what does it mean to you? Like, um, you for you personally, I guess I should ask first. I don't want to make it seem like you have to just be given off with for everybody. Uh-huh. Now, the moon in Taurus is good for grounding, is good for um, gardening, whatever, and being outside in nature, and it's good for luxury, taking a bath. Mm-hmm. Like, do you like? Yeah, sensual, whatever. Yeah, yeah I agree. Shout out, food. <laughs> My Venus and Taurus agrees. Matter of fact, um, the the change with Uranus is conjunct my Venus in the seventh house. Oh, snap! <laughs> <laughs> fun, fun. For anybody that's like, what language did they just speak? What? Did she just say we're gonna? I'm gonna give a little bit of clarity. I want Carrie to talk about her um, her placements as well. But huh, um, Venus is at home, like when when it touches Taurus or Libra, and I have Venus in Taurus in the seventh house, which is a Libra house of relationships, partnerships, particular relationships, uh, kind of like seriously. Um, I have for a long time in my life, like for as long as I can remember, I've been thinking about being married (laughs) or how that was going to go. Like my relationships with people are like an apex. I love it. I find joy and beauty in them and food tastes amazing when you have Venus and Taurus or really a lot of Taurus energy, period. So for me, like Taurus season, it just has been lit because at one point the sun touched my Venus I was like, right? <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yes. So you were mentioning it's a great time for, you know, earth and gardening too because of the fixed earth sign that Taurus is, right? Yes. Definitely. I love that. Yeah. We should definitely pay attention to Mother Earth. My company that I have is called Gaia Concierge and Virtual Personal Assistance Services. I chose the name because Gaia's Earth supports us and I think we should respect this is a good time to do so as well I think and what about about like you know setting intentions what sort of intentions is the universe um, the universe is supporting right now um second house like resources maybe money but not so much like to have money whatever but just to have the resources to feel like the safety the security net whatever as opposed to the power like capricorn would bring Mm -hmm. exactly capricorn is like give me that power let me structure it let me be boss i want to work 
but that's right. Yeah, it is. But I love, I love the fact that it's now like a time to really nurture about what we have from a material standpoint, but more so in the need category. I kind of feel like it's speaking to that Um, because we all kind of feel, uh, or maybe it's not affecting everybody the same way. I don't know, but for me, I kind of feel this sense of urgency just to have everything in line have you know so those are material comforts food like I've been comfort fooding all tour season (laughs) that's right (laughs) I love all the like stuff your mom would make type stuff that makes me feel like (gasps) (laughs) yeah you know that type of thing But um, for manifestation, I was wondering, do you do any rituals or anything like that, um, typically on a new moon? I'm one of those people that does. I know some people find that weird. They're like, you you under the moon, do you want a ritual? (laughs) No, I want to. I've I've fallen away from it, but I have the um, book from, what's her name? Dang it, the New Moon Astrology. I forgot what her name is. She's a very common astrology but Jan Spiller Jan Spiller okay she's a very okay yeah the new moon astrology it's a really good book because it goes over like what intentions you should set for which new moon mm, I so like you can either it. do it by like the new moon is in Taurus mm-hmm. or you can do it by like the moon is in my seventh house you know Taurus is my oh seventh house, I, you know? I see that's that makes sense that makes sense um a lot of people may not understand there's different houses associated with astrology in your particular birth chart um, it will tell you what signs are on the cusp of every house you have. The houses are where things happen as far as astrology is concerned in areas of our life. So you can tell where things happen by looking at the houses that are affected. So we would say for tonight, want to look at a couple of things. So we'd be looking at the second house, correct, everybody? Yeah. yeah. Well, in general, yeah. Especially those that don't know what their houses are. Okay. Okay. And if you have a detailed understanding or a basic understanding of your birth chart, um, you want to see where Taurus is right now. Also, since it's Uranus going into Taurus this evening as well, yeah. <laughs> want to check where Uranus <laughs> is going to transit your natal chart. Uh, for me, it's seventh and eighth house. So tail end of my seventh and going into my eighth over this eighth year span. So the house of partnerships and then that Scorpio house. Mm. <laughs> the eighth house about death, the sex, secrets. Yeah. Other people's money, power, rebirth, regeneration, right. that sort of thing. Um, so if, if anybody that really has a good bead on your chart, if you want to see what's kind of going on, Oh my god, all this time I made the comments go away. I don't see what happens. You would think that was technology by now. No, I'm just actually seeing things scroll by now. But um so I like to do on a new moon, um, I get a piece of paper and a pen, preferably not a colored one, like a black or a blue pen, and I write out to universe what I'm trying to manifest especially within the next 30 days since this is starting off a new moon cycle so the moon will be getting bigger Um, so you want to kind of go with the flow of that energy so I just kind of write down what I'm looking to get what I'm looking to do you know and then after that 
Um, I go outside. I have a manifestation candle. And it's funny because it's not sitting anywhere near me where I'd be able to show it to you. <laughs> um, uh-huh. I get my sage. I have some sage spray. Shout out to Candelabra Creations for the sage and fruit, fu- gem infused, excuse me, sage spray, which has been amazing because sometimes you can't necessarily sage certain things, but you can spray some of that. So I got some for there. So I'll take that outside, um, burn my sage, cleanse my aura. And, um, you know, <laughs> just yes. read it aloud. I read my my list of, and then I burn it. But I make sure I have some water nearby. We're not starting any fires out here. Right. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> we, we don't want any of that yeah. going on. But um, that's just what I do. Um, on the full moon, I do something similar, only I'm releasing things. But um, that's right. Uh, yeah, that's probably what I'm going to do tonight. You have anything in particular you're looking to put out there to the universe during this new moon? Oh yeah, definitely. I need to restructure my resources. Okay, I got you know, you. like I don't, okay. I don't promote myself. You know, and like with the bracelets, I kind of do like a little here and there. Like I got all day, I can make a whole bunch of bracelets, mm-hmm. but I just like puts around I don't know <laughs> and she makes great memes that's yes. a new thing I gotta teach you're right yep nation and being lazy yes you just want like to me especially I describe my Venus and Taurus to people as the goddess Venus laying on the couch eating the most indulgent thing ever uh, just ra- relaxing, perhaps even being uh, massaged, enjoying some oh, yeah. music, like all these things that are sim- stimulating the five senses going on all at the same time. <laughs> yes. and, and Uranus moving into there, you know, because Uranus is about abrupt change for anybody that doesn't know. It, it seems like it's going to be kind of a little bit at odds with the fixed earth sign of Taurus because, you know, fixed signs are yeah. about maintaining. They don't mm-hmm. really not changing, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. So sudden change plus you know the energy of hey, I can not want to stay like this. That that'll be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so these are changes that are going to shake us up, but that's a good thing, I think. So we've got oh man, the day uh-huh. the day when well actually it was during the retrograde when um, when it was the change from Pisces to Aries. Okay. Seven eight years ago, mm. the day when it retrograded back into Aries is the day I had to move here to my new town. Really? The same day. Yeah. So that was wow. That was your last um, Uranus changing signs transit beginning. Yeah. My whole life. It's first house, obviously my ascendant. Uh huh. But yeah, like my whole self. Before I moved here, I was a long-time server bartender. Okay. And now I can't do that no more because I'm not drinking. <laughs> so, I hear you. I hear you, though. Now I'm the sober astrologer. So it's all good. She's awesome. She does readings as well. Um, can you let people know what you're most comfortable doing? Thank you. Ah, Amani. Yup. Yeah. She's Libra, so she understands the... the Venusian uh, thing going on, but I'm sorry. Um, I interrupted you. Okay. <laughs> the partnership, Libra partnership. Mm-hmm. My husband has Libra stallion, so yeah, I get that big time. 
When people have a stellium, it's a collection of planets or points in, was it three or more? Usually four? Some people argue yeah. about that. Um, you know, collection of points um, within a house in your birth chart. So he, the balance and fairness and harmony is really important to him. It, it is to Libra energy yeah. in general, and I, I understand that. I'm a Libra ascendant, and I don't think there's been a time in my life where you, if something wasn't fair, I wasn't like, that's not fair. Right, <laughs> right. So I, I think somebody has a Libra moon. Especially if somebody has a Libra moon, oh my God, that doesn't affect them emotionally. Yes, yes, because your moon is your, your emotional responses to things, and if you're emotionally tied to harmony and balance, yeah, that gets interesting. Um, I think too, with you know, you had such an abrupt change the last time. Um, I was listening, and it's actually part of our podcast. We have the amazing um, Gemini Brown, who's also another inductee into the spiritual gangster certified crew. Um, he talked some about how people could be scared um, of transits that, you know, cause abrupt changes. And given as though you previously experienced that, I was wondering, you know, are you looking, not that it was a bad thing for you necessarily to move, but if it's unexpected, isn't it best to kind of like keep yourself positive about the change on the way? Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. Because I did not and oh. it caused me to start. I got you. So when you're able to actually realize your patterns and your behavior, you can work on it and do something about it. I'm so proud of you. So proud of you for how you've turned everything around. You are awesome. And I think you're one of the people that understands my obsession that I have with kind of staying up late at night looking at charts. If I know you and I have any idea, you're exact. Uh huh. Your time. It's in my after <laughs> You, I can't just know. I carry you around in my phone and my astrology software. I I study you. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I'm glad that you're willing to take the transit on as a positive thing. I think that's very powerful. That's something I myself am going to do. Because I, I know it's difficult. Like when people look at astrology and they see the different transits and the different things that happen, some of them are scary. Like people are scared of Pluto. People. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. They're like, oh no. Saturn? Hmm, don't even get me started. Ah. Uh-huh. I think Pluto, I don't know, I don't know. Yikes. Pluto hit my moon and I came home to be homeless because I had a house fire. So when Pluto was on your moon, you had a house fire? I don't know. Pluto and Chiron together was January of 2000. Wow. Wow. They tagged me. Wow. So the planet of basically rebirth, transformation, and like kind of hitting the reset button, hitting your mom. Oh, God, yeah. I I mean, when I was younger, we had a house fire. Um, My parents did at their house. We came home from my sister's basketball game, 
and um, we couldn't get down the block. And we were kind of like, okay, what's going on? And we went down the driveway, and then we saw our house was on fire. So I I understand. Yeah, I don't have the pictures and stuff anymore. So I get it. Yeah, I know that had to be right. right. Yeah. Was anything able to be saved? Some, some, some. Okay. Some. Like, I'm glad to hear that because I would. You are the most important component to still being here that we can talk about. So I'm glad, glad to hear that. Um, but I feel like at this new moon too, always I'm, I'm going to encourage people to be grateful. I'm grateful that you got through that and that we're here now and that we're embarking on this new journey. Um, yes, I'll be calling upon you. Yes. <laughs> I'm calling upon Carrie for her expertise from time to time. Um, you guys, I'm going to post her information should you be interested in looking at her jewelry. Um, also, about the other work and things that she does. She's given me a tarot reading before. I quite enjoyed it. Tarot's with me. Um, but I'm so happy that she's a part of everything. And I wanted to get from you anything you wanted to just say to everybody collectively that we should be thinking about tonight during this new moon and staying within that realm of being positive. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Taurus is a better, it's more stable than Aries. Mm -hmm. So we won't, yeah, hopefully we won't have so much like instability. I gotcha. I gotcha. So when Uranus was in Aries, Aries is a cardinal fire sign. Um, any Aries out there, I know y'all know what I'm talking about. If you're a sun sign Aries, you guys are the energy that starts everything off. I tend to talk to people about astrology in the sense of, you know, if you think of the seasons, it explains a lot, a whole lot. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. So, you know, Aries kind of starts everything off. It's the first sign of the zodiac. And if you think of the time of year when it's Aries season, spring is just starting. We just had a cold winter. Them plants got to come up through that, you know, cold ground. It takes some hellified fire energy to propel that. That's Aries. Um, A lot of us, I think, during the past eight years with Uranus in the sign of Aries, we were basically kind of probably a little bit more assertive in our changes those changes probably had a lot more to do with self and also we just felt this innate need to mm, we're coming into a stable period even though some there's still going to be some unexpected changes because that's what uranus is about definitely but i can dig what you're saying it's going to be a lot more grounded energy as far as is an earth sign and it maintains yep that's right the fire heather you know my sister who's watching is an aries sun with a pisces moon and she's capricorn rising um i don't have any aries in my chart but it's on my seventh house cusp so i kind of like that and it's like right yeah yeah like i like that fire energy when it comes to partnerships so that's awesome 
but um we're going to have a lot of different things coming up guys i'm going to post um carrie's information um so you can see some of her pages matter of fact i have everything here and it was on my computer and now i feel weird because i'm looking at two things at one <laughs> i just feel like that's not professional it's the uh you know the virgo energy and it's like oh my god you have to look away from the screen to look at stuff what is wrong with you i know you were i know i got my Palo santo <laughs> oh you did i got my palo yeah that's what i keep looking away for got you my daughter just popped in okay so what's happening we're having a little lunch party yeah. Um, for my, my podcast, and this is Carrie, the sober astrologer, who has helped me understand astrology a lot. She makes jewelry. Um, she creates and sells Reiki bracelets and wands. Um, I love wands. Obsessed. Yeah. Um, she does tarot yeah. and oracle readings as well. So if you want a reading, you can hook her up does do astrology consults and tutoring and things of that nature and hopefully we'll be whipping up um some things that you guys can be a part of if you have an interest in learning um some more about astrology so she you can look for her i'll post the pages as well she has the sober astrologer page and then i love it cats of astrology what can, what, yeah yeah what made you come up with that idea well, so many people like cat memes, mm-hmm. and you know, so, yeah. So cats and astrology together. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Those two things really cute. And then also, um, ooh, got something for the Pisces, Neptune, posers. Believe me, I understand. Anybody with planets in the twelfth house. You don't? You can help me though, apparently. Exactly. I have um, (laughs) Pisces rising and obviously my Neptune can jump moon exactly. So my friend asked me 13 degrees Sagittarius. Okay, I gotcha. Both of them. So. Yeah, my friend asked me, she just started the page the other day, so she asked me if I'd want to be a contributor, so why not? Hop on over there, understanding Pisces energy, where it manifests, be it in your rising, your sun, other positions, but 12th house energy as well counts, it's very Piscean, the 12th house is ruled by Pisces. Um, And then also, I know you have the indigo sun, and um, what is that, ABC Astrology? Yeah, it's a group my friend started a couple weeks ago, Rude Astrology. And so she, <laughs> she asked me if I'd want to help be a mod for her. So, yeah. Okay. I, I can dig it. Um, the sense of humor in astrology is very important. Anybody who's interested in learning, too, please, please let us know. Um, I'm going to be setting up plenty of opportunities to to teach some things and to make it fun and not only that to make it raw and relative relative to what you're going through we don't want to just be throwing a bunch of terms around at you but that's one of the um the goals of the spiritual gangster certified tribe trying to um make astrology approachable um make it feel 
like second nature to understand. So that'll be on the way. Hi, Astro Flotus. She is another spiritual gangster certified. She just tuned in saying hello to her. Um, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to let Carrie go enjoy the new and I'm going to start writing my list and I'm going to post the link. So now the podcast is actually up. It's on Anchor, um, but I'm going to send a link to it, post the link. If everybody could check it out, we play music, have talking in between. I tried to pick songs that would encapsulate the feeling of the moment right now. And I remember Carrie had suggested a song. So that's a part of the podcast as well. The song In The Air. Was it Morgan? What's her last name again? Paige. Paige. Excellent. Excellent. To, you know, put the mood out there. It's an older song, but it's always relevant in turbulent times. I hear you. And there's, I I think there's going to be a lot going on, and I want to discuss that more as this transit, like, kind of cements itself a little bit more. We're still, hi, Brown, my brother's one, Um, as we, you know, kind of see what it's going to be like i mean we've already got pluto and capricorn we have saturn at home in capricorn in december um so you know these are really kind of responsible earthy energies and then we're adding uranus to the mix too but we'll see how it plays out i'll enjoy speaking some more to you about it so i'm gonna post yeah the podcast we're gonna kick this off i hope you have an amazing evening same to you, yay! Thank you so much for coming on, for talking with me, for just being you. And I look forward to doing this again with you. Definitely. Thank you so much. No problem. Anybody, if you want to learn about astrology, let us know in the comments. Um, I'll kind of pass along some information of how we can help. So, everybody enjoy this movie. Put your, your um, yeah. intentions out to the universe. Kind of, I mean, this is my last and final kind of tip with this. I think that people don't really take into consideration that you have to be able to think about something, imagine it first, and then put it out, and then everything kind of lines up to have it happen. So in other words, what we're trying to say is... Um, you have to imagine it. Anything that exists now that someone created had to ima- be imagined first. It had to start with their mind. Right. But, but part of doing a ritual with the new moon is to kind of like cement that thought. So you could have been thinking about doing things forever. Like I thought about doing this podcast for a long time. Kind of, you know, set things up. I was probably carrying that. Yeah, like set things up a year ago. But it didn't come into fruition until right now. But the work towards it started and I was like you know what I really have to make this happen you have to put in the work this is another big part of this transit and the energy that I think has been present since Saturn returned home to Capricorn but guys use the energy this evening to dream up your best stuff materially something that's going to stabilize you something that's going to make you feel grounded um you know set your intention out to the universe that you can have that thing because you can what did my baby say so i'd like to do a ritual but i'm not sure about we're gonna work on that (laughs) the thing is it's personal to everyone i want everybody to understand like there's no i can't tell you you're doing it wrong i think that's exactly 
like I just I just happen to go outside, write my list down, kind of burn my list, burn some sage, cleanse, just really get in the spirit of and, and align to what what I want. But you know, it can be anything. But I really do suggest writing it down and then reading it aloud. At least if you could do that, I think that kind of materializes. You know how they used to say when we were in school, if you know when you read things aloud, you're hearing it, so it's like cementing that that thought. Same premise. Same premise. So, going to post the podcast. Everybody have a beautiful evening. We're going to do um, an episode every week. We may have lives in between then, depending on what's going on. But I'm going to introduce you individually in the coming weeks to each one of the Spiritual Gangster Certified people. And then I'll have other guests on, too, um, to kind of help with this whole process. So, thank you, everybody, for watching. I really appreciate this. And please listen to my inaugural broadcast, which I'm about to post. Hear you some music. Have a good night. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, guys. Everybody, have a good evening. Happy New Moon. Bye.